All right, here we are. Teach Me Communism Debate Night in America I'm, edition. I'm just mad that we're, I'm here right now. <laughs> mad at having witnessed what you witnessed? It was just a shit show. Oh my God, it was so terrible. First of all, our heart goes out to any of our comrades who watched it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry you did that to yourselves. I didn't do anything, but I'm still sorry that you <laughs> went through that. Yeah, yeah, it's not our fault. Uh, second of all... I want to give my thoughts and prayers and condolences to the family of Chris Wallace, the moderator. I'm worried. He <laughs> was killed about on him. stage. <laughs> yeah, he is dead. He died in the first quarter. That was his ghost for the last bit there, just kind of hauntingly every now saying every now and then saying, Please don't interrupt each other. <laughs> I am the moderator. <laughs> I am the moderator. <laughs> that was so sad. Oh, it was <sighs> what was that? That was my, those are my big. Yeah, broad strokes. Yeah. I mean, I was struck by how quiet we were. I mean, we were taking notes, so I think that was part of it. Mm-hmm. But like, I only like viciously cackled a few times. It was just so <laughs> upsetting the rest of the time. It was dismal. It was funny, though. I thought it was like, there was a lot of top notch. Uh, we have to be. You have to be in the right mindset. We, yeah, I mean, that was really top notch gallows humor or like, uh, I'm laughing, but the world around me is burning mm-hmm, down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, it was, there were some pretty funny zingers funny and, like, just like, whatever, you're a loser. You know, like, just <laughs> shit that so Trump many, would say. So many snide comments. Yeah. And I mean, the guy, you know, is a, is a fascist who's going to, you know, do his best to destroy everything. But, like, it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was rough. That was pretty rough. It was crazy. What really made me sad to think about was picturing what might have been Yeah, if Bernie was up there. Yeah, same here. I have the same thought. Um, I thought about it, especially when they were talking about like the Green New Deal and stuff and Biden just being blatantly like, nope, I don't support it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so many times, and I made a note, this note several times. Trump would come at him from the left and saying like, well, what about the crime bill? What about you not doing anything about climate change? What about X, Y, Z? Yeah. And if we had had a real socialist up there, like, yeah, they'd get called a socialist, but they'd be like, yeah, well, I was, I've <laughs> said the same fucking thing since I was like, came out of the womb with my, with my old man hair. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously uh, our show doesn't think that Bernie is super socialist. He's, you know, a, a yeah. social Democrat yeah, or whatever, yeah. but still, yeah. If we had someone who was really trying to be from the left. So. All right, let's take it from the top then. Okay. Do you want to talk about our predictions we had beforehand? I mean, we posted those on our stories, but... Okay, yeah, we can. They um, will have expired by now. That's how social media uh, works. I did not know. I thought that was a permanent record. So <laughs> oh, we can, we can uh, yeah, elaborate on that a little bit. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. I'll just read mine for Biden, which was, <laughs> honestly, I'll be surprised if this guy stays awake the whole time. He's going to be fumbling and bumbling, and he was. Wow, yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. I was expecting more of a peppy first half mm-hmm. and then a fade, you know? They was just fade all the way. It was <laughs> it was bad from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't I mean, you know, he didn't do anything that was just like forgot anybody's name that was super crucial. Mm-hmm. You know, but still. He just he couldn't put a sentence together. Yeah. He he had no connective words, no wits. <sighs> he would just say nouns. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was like, very yeah, weird. It was halting. My prediction was Trump um, was going to be very proud of not paying taxes, which he was. And he'll paint the U.S. 
as a hellscape, but not in the way that it is. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll take the wrong points about it. Um, I thought they were, the audience would do more. I don't know how many people they had in there, but I didn't even know there was going to be an audience or not. So. I thought that there wasn't. And then, it, you know, I was surprised. Oh, there'll be an audience. But then it was like, it seemed like 26 people or something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they would, like, do more shit, though. Like, I thought yeah. they would applaud or boo or something. <laughs> so, yeah, they didn't really do a lot. They really didn't. They didn't even clap. No. Um, what about you? What was your predictions? You got some good ones. So... I figured Trump would, his main thing would be, I'm the law and order candidate. Which he definitely did. <laughs> Biden's Antifa, you know. Yep. Uh, I predicted that the attacks on his taxes would just not stick. He would mm-hmm. deflect around and just be like, yeah, whatever, you know. Fake news, it didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> or, or then, you know, everyone does it or you can't yep. prove it. And then you were in charge anyway. You made the tax code. Sucks to be you. All that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I figured he would claim victory on COVID. Uh, I thought that he would call Biden Sleepy Joe to his face, but I don't think he, he did. did not, he did not, as far as I know. He didn't use his trademark nickname there. <laughs> we have yet to see. We haven't really checked in with the uh, reaction mm-hmm. in the media, but I think that the media will condemn him. His whole performance is unpresidential. I still think guaranteed to happen based on how he acted there. I mean, Uh, I'm already on Twitter and I see it happening. Yeah. Well, okay. There you go. And uh, three point poll boost is what Trump's getting from this. Okay. I think Nate Silver from his supporters. And when it bore out, I think that's a that's a knockout performance from his supporters' point of view. I mean, I think he won. Like, obviously, I don't support him, but I think he won. Like, he completely got under Biden's skin. He did a good job of attacking both from, yeah, like his supporters point of view and also from the left. Like he is really good at sowing that division. Yeah. That was pretty weird that he managed to, I guess it was because they were in completely different segments that he would do it. Mm -hmm. You know, when it was law and order, he would attack from the right when it was. Taxes and Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. Things that like maybe sound a little more reasonable. (laughs) Yeah. He would attack from the left. So for Biden, I thought he was going to have a peppy first half. I thought uh, his basic argument would be Trump's a bad guy. Yeah. He's a bad president. I'm a good guy. I'll be a good president. You know, that. There was a variation on that theme. I also thought he would lean more on Barack Obama. He never even said his name, as far as I could tell. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I did not track him saying his name once. He said a lot of R or he we. He said we. He said I. I was asked to do this, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he was apparently <laughs> half in charge of the Obama administration. Yeah, this is news to me. I thought that he would clear the low bar of expectation set for him, but would get no poll change from it, basically. Mm-hmm. I had a couple wild guesses for each one. Yes. None of them really bore out. But my wild guess for Trump was that he would accuse the moderator of supporting Antifa. <laughs> uh, which, he, I mean, he, he picked on him and he really tried to rock him, but he, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. <laughs> and then for Biden, I had he would challenge Trump to a fight. He would say, let's take this outside, Matt. You he know? did say, shut up, man, which was great. Yeah, and he really, you know, he was really angry. He didn't, he didn't challenge him to a fight, so no. we'll wait till next debate for that. <laughs> I'm sure it'll fucking happen. <laughs> at this rate, I don't even know. They're going to, like, when they come on stage next time, they're going to look at each other and, like, spit on the ground <laughs> or something. I hope so. <laughs> uh, that is my first note is, well, I guess my second note, but when they came out, since they couldn't handshake, Biden just did this weird little shrug, like, oh, you're here. <laughs> yeah, fancy seeing you here. It was really funny. Thought I told you never to show your face here again. <laughs> 
They mentioned, this was kind of a side note, but they mentioned the Commission on Presidential Debates. Yeah, what's that at the about? Beginning. It's this crazy rigged thing, basically. It's okay. rigged by the two major parties. It's an agreement between their like campaigns, and they've been doing this since like the late 80s. Yeah. When in one of those debates or something, like somebody didn't like a moderator or something, and so they had this like tiff with the League of Women Voters who used to run this thing in a very nonpartisan way. And they were going to let this guy named John Anderson uh, be at a debate who was a third party person because he was, you know, people were like interested in his ideas and stuff. Um, (laughs) You know. (laughs) And then I don't remember which candidate, but they were just like, no, we're not going to go to the debate if John Anderson's there. What the fuck? And so the next time they had a, a presidential election, the two parties got together. They set up this commission on presidential debates and they were like, we're going to set the rules here. We're going to agree to the rules. We're going to exclude the third parties. And if candidates agree to be in our debates, they have to agree that they're not going to be in any other debates run by anybody else so that oh, there cannot man. be any third party debate. That's uh, so shitty. Yeah. Yeah. It's real shitty. Essentially just completely stops the third party. I mean, they already didn't have a chance, but super sure. not have a chance. But yeah, they're <laughs> definitely not going to there. Ugh. Starting out at the top, they had the Supreme Court mm-hmm. was the first question because we, as we all know, the biggest fa- problem facing America right now uh, <laughs> is the nomination of one of nine justices to the Supreme Court rather than the pandemic or... <laughs> A crumbled economy or climate change. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I thought it was very fascinating that they went the entire, almost the entire time talking about the Supreme Court and barely touched on abortion. Like, just little nudged it, you know? Yeah, um, it makes sense from the candidate's point of view. Yeah, The moderator probably should have brought it up. But like the candidate's point of view, you don't gain anything one way or the other. Your your supporters are... They're already there. figured it out. They're either... Yeah, they figured out their position. Yeah. And they're either for you because of it, or they're for you despite of it. Yeah. But it doesn't move them. Yeah, that's a good point. Kind of a slow start by Trump. I thought he was kind of testing the water. He really didn't have any... He's not a good leadoff batter. <laughs> he needs, he needs you know, shit to feed off of. Yeah. I would say on the Supreme Court thing, I think Trump won on this one. It does make logical sense that you're elected for a certain amount of time and that's when you get to do shit. The reason we don't like it, it's because it's him. And like, we fucking tried to make the same argument before. Like, it, we were just on the wrong side of this, basically. Like, there's there's not a way around it. Yeah. Yep. I'm 100% on board with that observation that based on the Democrats' own logic from last time. Yeah, with Merrick Garland. That's what they argued was that the president has the right to make this appointment and to get it confirmed by the Senate. Yep. And this was even earlier when that happened, right? Yeah. That was like there was March. more time left, I think. And they still, you know, they gummed up the works or whatever. And so now it's hard for them to make the argument then that like, no, we should now wait for an election. Yeah, it just I mean, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's logically the same thing. And I think that even I wrote Trump kind of had a... a off observation here by claiming like, oh, the Democrats would do the same thing if they were in our shoes. They would not be able no, to. No, they couldn't. I think that A, like, they would not have the spine to. No, they, yeah, I was going to say. worry, right? <laughs> oh, we don't want to look bad. No, yeah. And then B, how the hell are they going to get Joe Manchin's ass to do this? You know, <laughs> how, they, how, how are they going to get all the, the shitty centrist Democrats to do anything? They, they, they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't. wouldn't be able to. So I thought that was stupid. Yeah, they, they don't have the, the balls for it, frankly. Yeah. 
On the other hand, I think from my, more of our show's point of view, the argument of the Supreme Court, whether you should or shouldn't <laughs> do things, should be a lesser concern to you than why the Supreme Court is such a high stakes thing. Yeah, yeah. I saw many variations on the tweet of why should one 87 year old dying of natural causes throw everything into chaos? Like, maybe that's not a great system you got there. The Supreme Court's highly undemocratic. Yeah, we're for democracy. We should be looking at ways to minimize the Supreme Court's powers. Yeah. We should have less power. People should have more power to democratically decide their future. Yeah, yeah. You know? And their their lifetime appointments, it's very like monarchy. I don't know the word for it. Like I mean, I guess undemocratic would be the word for it. But mm. yeah, oligarchy works too. Yeah, there are all these just old people. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that they are able to do that. And it's supported by both parties. That's something that both of them want to yeah. happen. It's, you know, it's, it's how you flipped. get long term power. Yeah. I think before, you know, in the days of like the, what they call the Warren Court, which is just when mm. Supreme Court Justice Earl Warren was in Is that ugly guy, charge. right? He's, he's pretty ugly, yeah. Um, <laughs> he just, he looks like he has a stick up his ass, if I recall. I guess. Maybe I'm thinking ago. of somebody else. I mean, they all do. I'm sure the they old do. white guys. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, like the, that was the more, that's the progressive court that was like, you know, validating all the civil rights things and and making those decisions you know liberals were like yay the court is good Mm -hmm. you know and then if when the court changed it before that the court had been you know pretty conservative and stuff and had really gotten in the way of things it's ridiculous i mean i don't know they should just not have the court (laughs) have all those you know have all those powers to fuck up what either of those parties want to do or what the people want to do because we shouldn't let nine people get in the way of that yeah well i think it's ridiculous just the courts are ridiculous both on a macro and a micro level like Mm -hmm. you know even smaller courts have way too much like individual power they can just like make fucking sentences up for people like it's just completely whatever the fuck they want to (laughs) do yeah it's like um it's like in Game of Thrones or something when they sit in judgment of their like the people in their yeah, realm. They're, they're just feudal they're, lords, basically. They're holding court. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's a good assessment of it. Another thing I would add, I would challenge our listeners to consider, is that the basis of the Supreme Court or the judicial branch altogether is to limit, is to basically play hall monitor and hmm. make sure that our government in its democratic institutions that are nominally under the control of people don't outstrip the will of its 18th century constructors uh, of the it's constitution. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, the whole thing is ridiculous. It's based on a bunch of old dead white guy slave owners that we <laughs> should have to follow their guidelines for government. I know that we can update it, but we have to update it based on their old uh, mm-hmm. slow guidelines about that. Yeah. I would say that to actually make a social democratic, a socialist, a communist future, you'd have to move past that. Absolutely. I mean, I could understand the value of a constitution in in terms of like here are your, you know, here are the rights no one can take away from you, but that's that's, you know, that's fine to have, mm-hmm. but I don't think we need it for all this other bullshit. Like I just don't I think it just gets in the way. If enough people want to change this, let's just fucking change it. It should be easier to change. It should be easier to change. That's one one thing that I definitely think. And as soon as we get the power to do that, that's something we have to 
tackle as socialists to get anything else going. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to keep having to resort to... Executive orders and... Yeah, you're going to have to resort to something. Thank good. All right. Um, They kind of went into healthcare from this. (laughs) Yeah, for a while. Yeah, it was weird. Um... Biden was like, no, I fucking love private insurance. Cool. My favorite line from Biden at this point was, no, the Democratic Party is me. I am the party. I am the Senate. (laughs) I'm going to bust into rooms from now on just saying, I am the party. I'm here. (laughs) Yes, and I I love that. He was, you know, because Trump was trying to attack him as a socialist because the Democratic Party was socialist. And he's like, listen Mm. here, Mac, basically. Yeah, like, I'll beat Bernie and it's fine. I beat the hell out of him. Made it sound like you dragged him in a back alley and like, (laughs) I showed that old man who's boss, you know. But first question, you know, on on our first section anyway, Mm -hmm. we had socialists thrown out already. Yeah, yeah. So we got got a shout out early on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Biden loves... Private health insurance. That's his deal. He loves it. Wants to keep it there. He wants to marry it. Make sure that it's still there. He, he wants to marry it so he can be covered under it. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's, not, he's he's covered under a public government plan. You know? That's true. He also made that strange thing about, like, giving a public option to people on Medicaid. Okay, yeah. My note is... I was confused on that. And then he also said, but only if governors are okay with it. And I'm like, so you're not changing it because that's how it is right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, that you're talking about the Medicare expansion, right? Oh, okay. Me- or Medicaid expansion. I'm not sure which one. But yeah, all the red states are saying. Yeah, they're all just, no. they refuse the money. Yeah. Um, but my thing was with the Medicaid thing, if you give a public, I don't, I didn't understand how to give a public option to people on Medicaid because my understanding of Medicaid Set was that it was a government run thing. I and thought, it was just like government-run healthcare, but for people who are too poor to afford healthcare. Yeah, and that's how he laid it out. Was this is only for really poor people? I'm like, well, that yeah, that is what. Medicaid Why would you is. give a public option to that when that's already run by the government? I so don't you're not know. getting private Medicaid insurance. I don't know. That that's, I don't think that he may knew. have just been a Biden moment. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I might be m- misinformed though. So, and yeah, this dragged on, but this was actually part of the. Uh, this was actually part still of the of the Supreme Court <laughs> section yeah. as poor already, you know, fatally wounded Chris Wallace tried to <laughs> tried to point out holding his innards in <laughs> was, with one yeah. hand. He was already had been repeatedly boxed in the nose by Trump who he said something like, "Oh, I guess I'm debating you now too or something." <laughs> um, and that was only the beginning. <laughs> God, yeah. He had a very like schoolmarm persona. Uh, he yeah. was so it was so ineffective it was like watching a it was okay so it was like watching a first year teacher <laughs> who's gotten all the good advice about how how to get to know your students whatever and how to like do a good like nice discipline plan and, mm-hmm. and really do this kind of loosey-goosey sort of feel mm-hmm. and everything works and it's great and you reward them when they do good but you don't do anything when they do bad you know just give them Good, positive, positive attention, you yeah. know, and don't do anything. Just ignoring the bad behavior will go away. It looked like watching that try to come together in a classroom, <laughs> and this poor guy is just getting just shivved at every opportunity. Oh, my God, like. yeah. And then he would, like, ask questions and be, and be like, hey, do you think you're, you know, like, do you think you're doing the right thing? Basically, you're like, shouldn't he get the chance to speak? He was, like, asking questions that he He's, didn't he actually. He asked rhetorical questions. Yeah, and Trump would just... Stop, would just talk <laughs> because he was like, "What you asked a question?" It's like any 
teacher with any experience will know that you, if you want to get a kid to be quiet, you don't ask them about anything. You just tell them what you want to, them to do mm-hmm. or change behavior, not just be quiet, but like tell them the behavior that they need to be yeah, doing. Yeah, don't ask them questions so, about it. Yeah, like they will mouth off. Yeah, they'll talk. I mean, that's what they want to <laughs> be doing right now. <laughs> God. All right. Where the fuck were we? Healthcare. I don't know. Trump said he already fixed ACA, apparently, by getting rid of the individual mandate. Well, he already fixed it. Good. He did it. Guys, good (laughs) news. We fixed health care. Trump, at at this point, like, started from the beginning and kept on going through the whole thing was interjections the whole time, right? He is just... Oh, my God, yeah. That's not true. Not true. He did it. (laughs) It was him. No, that's not me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The entire time. That's, like, half my notes here. It's just, like, I I can't. (laughs) He eventually gets Biden to... I put this in all caps here to to just like yell at him or say something. He's like, "Shut up, man!" That was great. Something he said, "Shut up, man!" And then then later he said, "Keep yapping, man." <laughs> what do you want him to do? Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's just ridiculous. I wrote over here, poor Wallace, trying to keep it together there <laughs> mentally because he's like he says something like, "We're gonna move on to the next topic." I'm going to try to be serious about this. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he's like, no, it's because it was COVID. And he was like, let's try to be serious about this. Okay. I thought he was like, it's okay, Chris, keep it together. <laughs> keep it together. You can do this. Uh, yeah, he, I did. My note there was dude needs a drink. <laughs> he really did. Oh, poor guy. So what did you have for the COVID area? COVID area. I mean, it was a lot of vaccine talk. How far away are we from a vac- vaccine? Do you trust your scientists? Do you not trust the scientists? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was, it was all just, it was he said, he said. Yeah. Who do you believe, basically? Yeah. I did get one gem from it that apparently, I had to look this up, because uh, they referred to Operation Warp yeah, Speed. What the fuck? This guy's a big Star Trek fan. <laughs> <laughs> Between this and Space Force, like, this guy's a nerd. Yeah, he's, he's, he calls them in there, like, regularly, his advisors, and he's like, hey, look at this, look at this. See that? <laughs> See what he's doing there? Captain Picard, great guy, brilliant guy. How is he doing this? He's, sir, that's a replicator. Those don't exist. <laughs> we need one of these. I, I, want, I, want, I want a Big Mac. I could get a Big Mac every day if I got one of those. I wouldn't have to get my chef to make it <laughs> special. Uh, oh, so uh, who do you think is his favorite Star Trek fan? Uh, Star Trek character? Oh, he, he's Also a, series. What he series He would be think? original series Captain Kirk. That guy's so irresponsible. Okay. I Trump, think he original would. series Captain Kirk. Yeah. I would think... He would be next gen Riker. Oh yeah, Riker's very smarmy and he's, very ladies. He's man. got a little aggression, but like mm-hmm. he's he gets all the ladies. Yeah, like, I could see that. I can he's see alpha. That. You know, he's very alpha dog. Uh, this is <laughs> on brand, I think, for our podcast. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, oh. but yeah, okay. So warp speed—that's the government task force or something that is trying it's behind, it's like the task force is trying to get the vaccine out as quickly as possible to people at so it's speed. called warp speed i hope they're at warp seven and so trump i'm sure he concludes with all of their meetings with make it so make it so oh my gosh that'd be really good actually <laughs> or engage or something engage yeah. yes uh, i would do that what else what else yeah the covid section was weird for me i think like is kind of a draw almost like they both got in good jabs at each other for from their I always look at this from your opponent's point of view. You're really not trying to win too many people over. You're either trying to convince the other person's proponents, like, they suck, stay home. Mm-hmm. Or you're trying to convince your supporters, like, did you see me own that guy? Yeah, show up, me. tell all your friends to show up. Yeah, I don't think you're going to convince a lot of people. Who is tuning in? Who is demented <laughs> enough 
Sorry, listeners, if this is you. But who is in that place in their life, maybe, where they show up to watch a presidential debate undecided? I I never know. Like, any time, like, on the radio, someone is interviewing an undecided voter, I'm like, where did you find this person? Were they in a coma for, like, (laughs) 10 years or something? And, like, they just have no context for what's going on? Yeah. I don't get it. (laughs) I don't know. Who is that? I did, like, uh, Trump's dig on Biden's mask, and he's just like... Oh, he's got this mask on all the time. Biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> like sound, he's wearing like a full-on like 1940s gas mask. <laughs> yeah, he's like in, in, in London during the Blitz or something. He's got his... <laughs> uh, uh, I have a note that he did a, one of his good jabs from the left mm-hmm. of whenever he calls... Um, he was talking about... Oh, this is in the COVID section. I'm trying to remember what it was. He's talking about... At one point, he calls Biden like the left and he goes well i don't know what to call him and like i I just thought that was a very good play of like saying like this guy isn't left enough you know so the moderator said he was a left and then no no trump said it he like corrected himself trump said oh okay so trump said biden you're on the left wait i don't know yeah yeah (laughs) that's good so i definitely when you said that he was you know kind of punching from the left i definitely picked up on that in the beginning parts especially he was getting in all these zingers for Biden. It was like he was, you know, like I said, trying to depress the vote for him. Mm-hmm. But specifically, people who are disappointed in him, and rightfully so, anybody <laughs> who listens to us knows, this guy is not anything. He, he doesn't sucks. support anything, you know, that we actually want to do. He is less shitty than Trump. For sure. By a lot. Yeah. But he's... A neoliberal. I mean, he's... Yeah. He's to the right of Barack Obama. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, to we're, the right we're of going Hillary backwards still. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it made sense. You know, a lot of the a lot of the digs that Trump had on him, I was like, damn, like, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to vote for you, Trump, but like... Yeah, that's not going to win me over. Yeah, but, but you got him. Like, that. He, that's true about him. <laughs> yeah. He did that a lot, and it it worked. You had uh, you have this note here about the rallies. <laughs> they criticized. Uh... Oh yeah, so they they asked Trump like, "Oh, your rallies are you know with a bunch of people all crowded. Uh, you know, do you think that's safe?" Basically, and saying mm-hmm. like, contrasting that with Joe Biden's rallies, who are apparently um, very socially distanced and very small. And Trump was just like, "It's because nobody wants to show up." <laughs> <laughs> and that was man like. Probably. I wouldn't go to a Joe Biden rally. Jesus Christ. There's nothing exciting is going to happen at the Joe Biden rally. It's... Nothing, I mean, gross shit is going to happen at the Trump rally. (laughs) I'm not going to go to that either. No, yeah, I'm not, but... But you can get why his supporters, that's the real, that's the real shit, man. Load that into their veins. Mm -hmm. That's why they want to go see Trump versus our supporters. The broadly speaking, anyone on the left, Democratic Party regulars or people further left than that why would we want to go see joe fucking biden no one's inspired by biden everyone's just like it's the right thing to do you know they can get really moralistic about it they can get very scolding about it like Mm -hmm. those are all the tactics i've seen i have yet to see anyone under 60 who's not who's pumped for biden who says this guy's the real deal he's gonna (laughs) (laughs) for sure Uh, Joe kept using this line. He did it throughout the debate of he doesn't have a plan and it never stuck. It just never fucking stuck. Cause all he would say is yes, I do. And, and say some very small thing he did and say that was the plan. Yeah. Plus 
how many people voted for Donald Trump? Because he had a plan? 2016, because he had a plan. <laughs> uh, this guy, yeah, I've heard him. He's got a great plan. No. Like, he, they, even from, like, if you want to try to take your centrist person or whatever, moderate. Your imaginary just some Republican. Weird, yeah. The Republicans that, uh, that Schumer talks to. The made-up Republican family. <laughs> um, if you want to imagine these people... They would have voted for Trump because he's a businessman and he can handle the unpredictable stuff. Decision. Like, they didn't, no one said, oh, he knows. He knows what to like, do. He has it written down what he's going to try to do. If anything, they said the opposite of he's going to shake things up. That, yeah. That's explicitly not having a plan. Yeah. That was, <laughs> he plans not to have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. It was not good. <laughs> and Joe is just like, he doesn't have a plan. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do. Okay. Like, he had this weird tone the whole time that he's just kind of like pleading with people. Yeah. It was very sad grandpa. Yeah, that's what it was. Sad <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> oh. So yeah, the COVID thing, I don't know. It was it was a weird section where Biden was just like, we need to shut more shit down. Trump was like, we need to reopen shit. And they both kind of pled, I thought, they both kind of pled those in a way that really shouldn't have moved anyone. I don't think so. Because like, you get both sides, honestly. Yeah. Like, they were not really saying anything. Obviously, they're, you know, Trump was being a moron still, but like, <laughs> they were not really saying anything weird. The, yeah, saying. there was nothing mind blowing about that section. Yeah. Let's see. We go to the economy. They talked about some new shapes of economies, V and K shapes. I wrote, are these sexy economy shapes? So. <laughs> Tell me about these so, yeah, shapes. That was weird. Um, so I knew about beforehand. Um, the V-shaped recovery. Mm -hmm. Because this is what the Trump administration has been touting for a while. Um, what any kind of economist of any stripe really was hoping for. And basically, they're just kind of deluded about capitalism's like recovery capacity mm -hmm. in this whole thing. Like, it's nonsense. But they are imagining that although we're witnessing you know, this complete steep decline, <laughs> that, just like the letter V, the recovery will be just as as steep and quick it will be a you're down but you're right back up everything will be fine i mean for who <laughs> for the overall economy for the job creators uh, yeah, for blah 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 you know yeah. <laughs> it's for the slot machines not for actual people yeah um <laughs> all right what's the k shape then so the k shape i had to look up because that was like what? What is that? Because I was like, are you flipping the K like sideways? Yeah, I was trying to like draw it, but I didn't want to draw too many because the letter K. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> I do see, you did draw two. You came close. Yeah, I was like, nope, stopping now. I don't get it. I'll look it up. <laughs> but apparently it's so you drop, you know, so the economy drops uh -huh. downward slope, but like really steep. So nearly vertical Ooh, slope, okay. right? And then the economy splits. Kind of like what you were saying it gets better for the rich. The stock market oh. increases, but it gets worse for the poor. It goes down. Oh, okay. So you have that split. That's the, the I don't know, typographically what you call that. Those parts of the K. The kicker oh, parts. Um, shit, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm sure they have terms. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Uh, that's what was tried, what they tried to say with the K-shaped recovery. Okay. I don't think that... Biden would have any policy prescriptions to address a K-shaped recovery because fundamentally he's arguing that he wants to create more jobs, which means he wants to help that top stem of the K. He wants to help the rich. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully some of that will bleed down to the, to the bottom to part. To the little K. 
<laughs> this is a very lopsided K, I think. Yeah. It's this is not a good K. Biden is for a fucked up alphabet, basically. <laughs> it's the chiller font. <laughs> Joker man. <laughs> Joker man. No. Uh, okay. Biden did go on a little, he tried to use some, some Bernie rhetoric here. He said going, he wanted to, he's complaining about millionaires and billionaires, but like, he clearly was not familiar with this new script. <laughs> like he, he fumbles every sentence, but he did particularly bad in this section, I thought. He just he's not equipped to make that argument. No, yeah. He's he's just trying to turn back the clock to the way things were under Obama. You know, mm-hmm. like that's what he was on about, even though like you said, he wasn't citing his name, he was still trying to it's convince people that it'd be fine. Uh, next was taxes. Of course they had to talk about this big tax story that everyone's so scandalized by. I don't know why we're surprised. Amazon paid zero in taxes for like four years. Yeah. Why are we surprised that one guy didn't pay taxes? Yeah, it's and <laughs> that was not surprising. That was easily parried. I mean, he was just like, so what? Like That's what people I, do. Yeah, I try to do that. You set up that you set it up that way. Big deal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was Yeah. I mean it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. Well, he wasn't um, in charge, but still. Well, uh, oh, he actually, was in power. Oh, his he claim, was... he said. He said that basically he was put in charge of uh, oh, yeah. in charge of fixing the economy. I forgot. Yeah, he did it by himself. He was the one. Yeah. Oh, I said, Joe, fix the economy. <laughs> it's tough, but I think you can do it. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is what I think is so stupid because, like, Trump does have a point that Biden was in power, part of the establishment. Mm-hmm part of you know a group of people that he fundamentally thinks should still be in charge yeah part of an establishment that he fundamentally represents honestly yeah and we're supposed to think that joe biden is going to transform the tax code so that you know gruesome incidents like trump paying 750 dollars of income taxes doesn't happen again it's sorry not, it's not like, gonna happen yeah how does that happen? How do we get that? How do we, you're the tax czar. How do we actually get people to, you know, pay a shit ton in taxes? We have to trap Nancy Pelosi with an expensive fur coat or something and then just put her in a crate and put her just away. We treat her nicely in the crate. Sure. Yeah. No torture. Yeah. And then eventually she's like, cool. Yeah. Taxes. Uh, no, I'm just saying we just get rid of her parody. Yeah. Just <laughs> ask her to leave. We ask her to leave. We get rid of her somehow. I don't know how. I think an easier way would be to make her afraid that if she doesn't act fast, there's going to be a communist revolution. (laughs) I mean, I guess... People start to do shit in government when they get afraid that people are going to do crazy shit. It's true. I mean, you look at all the democratic cities that passed a ton of... You know, they're defunding the police in some yeah, cities. You burn one police station down, all of a sudden (laughs) stuff starts happening. It's like, let's talk. Not saying it should happen again. But. No, I don't condone the violence. Oh. God. <laughs> um, Which is the next section, I suppose. Yeah, I just mean that, you know, Joe Biden does not have that kind of an ideology, you know? And so if you're if you're thinking about going to vote for Joe Biden, make the strategic decision. That's up to you. I can't tell you That's one way fine. or the other. Like, who cares? Honestly. I mean, <laughs> Honestly. who cares? That's not a great take on it. But like, It's not. <laughs> you should do... I think you should do it, but like... Take precautions about it. If you have, like, fucking pre-existing health conditions, I don't think Joe Biden's the guy to risk your life for. I just don't. Definitely not. (laughs) No, I just mean, you know, how are we supposed to think that voting for Joe Biden is going to bring about any sort of change on the tax issue? 
really he's fundamental for, change on he's not out for change he's he told out people. for back to the way things are he were. told people things won't fundamentally change yeah and he meant it that was when he was yeah able to lucidly put something but together. for a lot of liberals that's what they want they want to go back to feeling good because they had the right looking guy in mm-hmm. the presidency he was eloquent he was black and so that means that we're over racism they want to go back to that fantasy so do you think though that this opens up something that we should look at is we're talking kind of to our audience and saying, like, you're right for not being excited about Joe Biden. You're right for not wanting to vote for him, all that. Yeah. But how do we talk to people who are, I mean, God, there's, you know, there's, there's plenty of liberals. People. I've seen so many people on my on my Instagram feed who are just like, vote. It's the most important thing you can do. And we, I'm like. We won't get them in the context of this election, of course. But how no. do we, in the future, talk to them in a way that's like. Let's abolish the presidency. (laughs) Sure, yeah. That gets them in a social democratic direction first and then moves them in, you know. Yeah. How do we start easing them in, gateway drug them into being leftists, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I think a lot of it comes from mistrusting the democratic establishment. There are so many Nancy Pelosi stands out there. I made a comic about like Nancy Pelosi saying something fat phobic. Didn't say anything about her policies. Nothing. I just said, she said something that was not good. Mm-hmm. And imme- this woman immediately was like, don't you dare come after our queen. And I was like, Oh no. Are you, are you sure that's who you want your queen to be? <laughs> but like, you see it all the time. Every time she does a little clap back or something, she has a cool scarf. Like there's this whole league of mostly women ready to lay down their lives for this woman who doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah. Or, you know, might, but won't really do anything. No, because you know, it's all about show with her. It's Yeah. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I I think in some way it's posturing. I, I guess I don't know her inner motivations, but fundamentally, her ideology is such that she is going to uphold capitalism to a degree where that comes first. Yeah. That is what matters to them most. But no, I think it's stupid too. We've already said it's stupid to have heroes. Don't do it. But definitely not have capitalist ones. I mean, I think it's a That's thing. Even worse, yeah. I think there's. I think the issue with a lot of liberals. I don't know. I, I, I have mixed feelings with this because I, I have a very, I would say, I have some leftist people in my online space, but mostly pretty liberal still. Well, and we, we came from just yeah, regular liberalism. I was a liberal like a few years ago, yeah. you know? And some of them are, are still pro-capitalism, I would say. But I, I see some of them saying like, yeah, capitalism sucks, LOL. But then still support these people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, which one is it, hun? Like, you can't do both. Yeah. And, like, I say that while wearing a fucking Bernie Sanders t-shirt. But I also understand, like, I am I know he's not going to fucking solve all the problems. He didn't and won't. But I, I don't know. There's a difference to me between that and supporting Warren, who has said, I'm a capitalist. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. To me, I have a problem with that. I think you want to go, in any case, with the furthest left person you can possibly get. Yeah. And this is sort of the argument that people are making now with Biden versus Trump, as they're saying... It's oh, better. We can push him more than we can push Trump, which is probably true. I don't know if we can because I think all these. I think all, all so. these liberals are going to say, "We did it. Let's go home. We voted. We did our big fucking civil act of service. I'm going to go home and go back to brunch." But then you get into accelerationism. I mean, then you get into saying like, "At least with Trump, we'll have people on the streets." But at least with Trump, you'll have more people in cages. But at least with Trump, you'll have. You know, more existential threats. No, I mean, I hope Biden wins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm just trying to clarify that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. trying to clarify well, let's it for clarify the Let's clarify that, yes, I okay. hope Biden wins. I'm 
most likely going to vote for him, barring some unforeseen for- circumstances. But the downside would be that we are probably going to see, I don't picture it changing, uh, we're probably going to see the same sort of decrease in popular action that we saw when we elected Barack Obama and everyone mm-hmm. said, cool, well, we're going we're home done. now. We're done. We defeated <laughs> racism, guys. The war is over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was... they did bring up Hunter. That was funny. In the economy section? Yeah, and taxes. Because he was like, why did your son get paid however much oh, from Russia? Oh, hell yeah. He first started bringing up Hunter. All right. For our listeners and for me, because I forgot, what happened with Hunter? I remember texting you this one time. That's how this podcast started, is because every now and then I would text Grady, explain this to me. <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 deal with, uh, the deal with Hunter, back in 2014, Hunter, fail son extraordinaire, uh, gets a $50,000 a month gig on a board of directors of a natural gas company operating in the Ukraine called Burisma Holdings. Okay. The owner being super corrupt, under corruption investigation since 2012, two years prior to when he's Oof. appointed to the board. Uh, he gets 50000 which is almost as much, as much as I make a year, <laughs> a month. <laughs> oh my God. To be on the board of directors of a natural gas company. Now, you know, Hunter Biden, naturally, being a natural gas expert, <laughs> should be the guy that you go to for this, right? And so there's a lot of back and forth in terms of the investigation. In 2015, Ukraine got a new prosecutor, prosecutor general guy named Viktor Shokin, who put the whole thing on hold and didn't want to investigate it. The Obama administration, uh, with Biden, pressured Ukraine to get rid of that guy, and they did, because he was like holding up their corruption investigations okay. and they really wanted to investigate corruption. And then, it, and then, you know, that kind of feeds into the impeachment thing because like there there's back and forth to Ukraine and like a call from, um, from Trump about the aid to Ukraine. Or oh, something. Okay. It kind of cycles back in, but the, the main thing is that by that he was bringing up was that Hunter had been on this board of directors with this shady job. And he also brought up this thing that like he had wire, a wire transfer of three and a half million dollars from this yeah, lady, which apparently went to like a company that he co-founded. Okay. They don't know if he got the money mm-hmm. or what. Who knows? Okay. Kind of stupid shit. Shady business bullshit. My thing is um, that while Joe Biden may have been arranging this in sort of a corrupt way to get his son some money, Hunter Biden was by far too stupid. <laughs> to figure this out he is if anything i actually don't know how he looks but he's really stupid enough to be a himbo so <laughs> oops i'm gonna google um, him and see if he's hot enough that's that's my job here during just... this time he was probably battling his crack addiction which is you know a real thing yeah that's a problem um or hooking up with his brother's widow which is also a oh thing yeah he did. i forgot about that um, all right he's not bad he's a little smarmy looking so it depends on your type. If you're smarmy, if you go for the smarmy type, then he's a himbo. If you want a guy who probably insults you, that's that's what he you negs. Want. He's gonna give some backhanded compliments for sure. <laughs> that dress makes you look less fat than the other one. Exactly. Um, but anyway, he brings up Hunter, and Biden's like, he seems like he's seething. Oh man, yeah. He looks so pissed. I will say at this point, I had a note that Biden did what I call the mad dad pause, which 
I feel like it's just a dad thing to do. Whenever you get so mad in an argument, you like close your eyes and like you don't say anything. Then you get really scared. You're like, oh shit, he's not yelling. He's waiting, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Quiet anger. Yes. Mm. Uh, They get to the next section there on race. Ugh. On race slash the cops slash... Law and order. Law and order. And Trump wanted us SVU. to all know that he was the law and order guy, mm-hmm. per my prediction. You did it. And Biden was the radical left guy. Biden, the radical left. I fucking wish. And all these radical left Democratic mayors. Ooh, wow. I didn't know we had that many. <laughs> yeah. God. They're just, you know, and they, they, have, they get together in these radical left mayor meetings and they debate whether we should have a vanguard party or whether we should have, <laughs> you know, a, a democratic... We should be anarchists. Yeah, it's, it's only. tough stuff. Um, yeah, they also regularly tear gas their citizens. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it's, off. <laughs> law and order. Biden used the classic phrase, bad apples. Here's the thing about this phrase. The whole phrase is... It's not just there's a few bad apples. The whole phrase is a few bad apples spoil the bunch. Yeah. So people use this phrase wrong all the time. It drives me insane. They're just like, oh, it's just a few bad apples. It's like, no, that's still a problem. (laughs) You didn't learn the whole thing. There's a thing I read recently that was, I guess you could apply. It's the same phrase. It's, but it's, I guess it would be about moldy bread. Oh. Apparently when you have some mold on your bread, that's the mold that's like already it's flowering to make new mold, but like oh. the rest of the shit is fucking bad too. You gotta tell your wife that she eats old shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it happen. I'm sure. So I, I I was like, oh, and then I threw out some old bread. <laughs> oh. I guess I've done it too. But uh, we've all really wanted a sandwich before, okay? According to the actual saying, what Biden is advocating then <laughs> is that we should. Get rid of the cops, right? I, mean, I wish. There are a few bad apples, so <laughs> it spoils us a whole bunch. Yeah, but you know that's definitely what Trump accused him of wanting to defund the police, even though no, he doesn't. He want to give him more funding. Yes, he wants to establish a blue ribbon commission. Apparently, get everybody together to find the solution. <laughs> uh, make sure that we do stuff to help the peaceful protesters. A translation with that blue ribbon commission. Sorry to interrupt, but that sounds like just a photo op. He wants uh, a photo op. There's nothing going to happen. There. Nothing's no, going to get done with that. Uh, he it's going to be eight can't wait if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, and I would say if we're quote unquote lucky. like Yeah, geez. no, not lucky, but. Uh, wants to give, I mean, basically soup up the police. I mean, he wants yeah. to give them more shit, it was sounded like. He, he wanted to help them they need more do resources. more things. More resources. There yeah. you go. More weapons, more tear gas, more non-lethal projectiles that'll go into your eye and, and, and make you blind for the rest of your yeah, life. That's non-lethal. Joe Biden. That's Joe shoot Biden's him in the police leg. platform. Shoot, shoot him, him in the leg. leg. He's the shoot him in the leg candidate. Never forget. Again, he's better than Trump, who has the Proud Boys on standby. Oh my God, guys. That, that's what everyone's tweeting about right now. Understandably so. <laughs> yeah, he said standby, right? That, there is no way that was an accident. He did not want us to condemn them. He just wanted to say, I see you. Yeah. Ugh, so gave them a shout out basically. he gave them a shout out no literally yeah. one of their like leaders tweeted that like oh my gosh shout out like yeah yeah <laughs> proud boys uh, garbage these are these are the the same sort they're the stormtroopers that the uh that the communists were fighting on the streets <laughs> of germany before the before the nazis took over that's what these guys are the proud boys yeah they're some of the earth they're street street battlers street yeah. fighters Losers, idiots. He did a lot. Trump did a lot to activate his base in this debate. Between that and then when they got to election integrity saying, I'm urging my supporters to go watch the polls, which like 
that sounds like I'm going to yeah. be scared to go to a Pulse. Okay. Me as a queer person, I'm going to have to look straight that day, guys. <laughs> no, what you do, because what are they going to do? What can they do? I don't they're know. They're there as a legitimate poll watcher. They're there to fucking follow the rules. He didn't or say that. I know he didn't say that, but you can't let these people in unless they're just like dressed down normal people. You can keep them outside, and you might have police and stuff out around trying to keep them separate, which is bad. Because, <laughs> I was going to say, because I love police. Yeah, right? Like that's, that's going to be. And that's going to make feel safe. But basically, what I'm going to do from a more privileged, you know, pass for white male perspective <laughs> is go cast my bat my ballot and then you know if i notice anyone being a visibly pro trump <laughs> poll supporter just give them the finger and go on like yeah they shouldn't be there they know they shouldn't be there or on some level yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah you'll but you'll no be, you're right you will have lost your summer tan by then so you will look less mexican <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but you're right uh that's terrifying. He was though. ginning up toward his base the whole time with the Proud Boys saying, with the, I think Wallace managed to get a question in Edgewise where he was asking about the the workplace, like the. Oh, the diversity training. There you go. With the critical race theory stuff. Yeah, he said it's racist to learn about being racist. Yeah, Trump said <laughs> the anti racism training was, was. Is racist. Anti racism is racist. That's the new. It's like the. Orange is the new black, but yeah. Well, <laughs> no, we didn't bring up the race. anti-racism did, so is the, the new racism. racism. <laughs> yeah, he basically said that they were being taught to hate America in those trainings or whatever, and it's like that'd be cool. Yeah, but they're not <laughs> like they're not these at trainings all. are not that at all, and I don't think they do anything good for the left project. No, I mean, here's what I will say, based on what I have seen from companies, it is. Still very much rooted in capitalism to a disturbing degree. These companies, what they do, they will get all these minority group, I guess, organizations mm-hmm. in their in their companies. And so they can say, look, we have, you know, a pride organization. We have one for black entrepreneurs. We have one for women, all this. And then they turn around and use those groups to generate profit for them. This is on top of their regular ass job. Mm-hmm. They ask these groups to do free labor for them. <laughs> free labor, but woke. Yes. But under the, the guise of, look, we're reaching out to, to, you know, queer groups on this. So that counts as research and that counts as us checking a box. Like, just, just watch out, guys. <laughs> even, yeah, yeah, yeah. even if they're telling you nice things about uh, diversity, always watch what their actual goal is, <laughs> which is to make more money off of you. Make you think that you're working in a nice enough place that you will stay there and defend them <laughs> yeah as they say work will set you free um <laughs> I, I think that as the broader left project like going to as leftists who are dedicated to anti-racism mm-hmm. it's not going to piss anybody like us off to go to the diversity training at no. your job it's going to be like this is fine i get all these things i am against racism yes <laughs> but to just like be someone who either you know who's who's erroneous about it who thinks either i'm not personally you know i'm not personally a bigot so there is no problem mm-hmm. or like all I these see color that yeah kind of all thing. these various you know kind of stripes bad takes on it everybody's problematic parents um yeah when, when you get these people in there there's ways to win them over to the broad left project and to kind of teach them over time Having their boss bring them to a mandatory meeting, oftentimes, you know, not paid in any extra way either, 
on their own extra time or at times when they're going to still be expected to do the same amount of shit that they were expected to do before. Yep. You're not going to really win them over to your side by having their boss take them out of that and have them in this mandatory meeting where all their supervisors are there and they're supposed to express their deep inner thoughts about race. Yeah. That is not going to get us more converts. That's not going to help. We hate it for different reasons that than Trump does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we need systemic change. We don't need to ask our companies to start teaching people civic duty. Corporations are not (laughs) going to be where anti-racism is won. It's just not. It's not. On a global level, these guys are invested in racism. Oh, for sure. They they need need you to see brown people as less so they can keep making cheap things for you. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) So that's that's what anti-imperialism around the world is about. You know, because these guys are going to support a racist racist structure around the world yeah. so that they can extract from those other countries whether in america in the in the imperialist heartland they're going to say oh we're all everyone here is american everyone here is mm-hmm. diverse everyone here diversity is good and we're good abroad they still that's, they need you to other other places yes yeah. and even in here too within like mm-hmm. the the service industry it's like the oh, biggest yeah. industry here but you're constantly encouraged to see that as not a real job and you know only like lesser people are in those jobs like obviously that's not true they're only for high schoolers they're only for mm-hmm. washouts they're only for druggies they're only for various things you know yeah. that's terrible that's a term that they would use for it yeah but, yeah no we obviously um, don't support that support your service industry people tip like crazy, especially right now. Oh, yeah. What else? What else? In the law and order section, uh, Biden see. is the uh, is the cheerleader who says we can do anything if we put our mind to it. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's also apparently, according to Trump, well, depending on who you listen to. If you listen to Trump, he's the scourge of the suburbs. <laughs> he's going to destroy the suburbs. He rides which, around in a tank great. and just like blasts out <laughs> McMansions. Uh, and then, Can you imagine? Um, he's, yeah, he's Commandant uh, Biden over here just laying waste. <laughs> no, we need green spaces. <laughs> but if you listen to Biden... He is the child of the suburbs. He grew up in them or something. Rep- I don't know. Yeah, I represent the suburbs. Something like that. Yeah. It was something stupid. He was weirdly proud of it. Yeah. He called Trump Putin's puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Which is cute. Very good. He meant to say puppet, but I prefer puppy. That's like, that's not bad. I don't know. Putin's I, puppy? I, I would, bet if Putin has a dog. I could write in Putin's puppy. Like, what's, you know, that's not that bad. <laughs> What kind of pup? He would have one of those big, white, fluffy ones, right? I bet. Does Putin have a dog? Probably not. He has horses. He's very into horses. They're gonna. It's all gonna be Putin puppy. No, it's Coney. <gasps> Coney. Oh, he's a black lab classic. Oh. He's pretty cute. Connie. Oh, Coney. It's spelled Coney, but it's Connie. I think. Oh, Connie. It's also known as Connie. Okay. She is. She. She's really cute. She's 15. Oh, she died. Oh, she died. R.I.P. Connie. Maybe he can get a puppy. He has this one. He's hanging out with this dog. Pets of Vladimir Putin. (laughs) This is what we want. All right, listeners, this is what you came here for. This is the new episode. Pasha is the current reigning dog in the Kremlin. She is a... Alongside Vernie, Yume, and Buffy. Oh, there's three. Yeah. Never mind. No, that means four total, right? Four. Yeah, four. I can't count, guys. I didn't even drink. (laughs) And Donald Trump. (laughs) And Donald Trump. (laughs) So someone has edited the Wikipedia page as of recording time to say that Donald J. Trump from 2015 to to present is... 
Putin's dog. Trump was bought with investments in his real estate holdings through straw men investors. That's very good. Thank you to our Wikipedia warrior who did that for us. That's uh, that's useless but funny. That's very good. Anyway, oh, Trump, that uh, one's really cute. This little Akita puppy. Yeah, Yume. Bernie. Do you think he likes anime? Huh? Yume. Oh, that seems like an anime ass name. Maybe. Yume means dream in Japanese. So it's definitely it's in some def- anime. Yeah, he, he's into some like shoujo shit. No, it's because he was given it in uh, Tokyo in, as the Akita Prefecture's gift. So That's his cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, point aside. Okay, sorry, that was puppy talk. Trump Last week we did cat talk. Confirmed. <laughs> Trump confirmed from the Wikipedia page he is literally <laughs> Putin's puppy. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention in this that was funny was when Trump said challenged biden to name one law enforcement group that supports you and Biden was just like uh, uh, uh. And i don't then, i don't want to answer <laughs> i think chris wallace bailed him out or something he definitely he threw him on. a lifeline this was so sad because every time that they were moving on to a next topic trump when it wasn't his turn would just be like no no i'm gonna get the last word in here anyway everything sucks because of them and i'm great and chris wallace you're a loser and you know he would just like oh yeah right but every time that they moved on when it was biden's last turn to speak he would just be like "Mm," or whatever he He just made a dejected face (laughs) yeah when it was sorry when it was trump's last turn to speak yeah he would just be like yeah he just let it go yeah (laughs) yeah i will say overall i thought the monitor was leaning towards biden what do you think i think he was only in the extent that I, i think personally probably yeah, well, uh, I'm. Just, he threw him some lifelines a couple of times. I wrote not I just think, then earlier in the debate too in healthcare. I think he did the same thing. He just there was a tough question. He just pulled him right out and said, "Okay, moving on." You well, know, just like you know, a wounded animal or something. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to like help him. You know, he's he's also uh, birds of a feather. They're both getting beat the fuck up in there. That's like, true. He's like, "Hey, man, we got to stick together. <laughs> We're both unite. getting hit." Oh, uh, that was that was bad for them. That was rough. All right, so they got to this, like, candidates record section or something. Yeah, it was kind um, of a catch-all category because we got very confused because the moderator, at the beginning, they had listed the topics they're going to go through. Mm-hmm. And then the moderator said, now we're going to go to climate change. That was not on the list of topics. <laughs> so my note here is climate change, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, they got to their records, and um, Trump, <laughs> Trump pulled, like, a thank you for helping me sort of move. And he's like, thanks for all the judge vacancies oh yeah i'm gonna fill them or whatever you guys suck (laughs) as if um, it wasn't mitch mcconnell's fault but yeah and then yeah you're right they get the climate trump just dodged the whole time talked about forest management you gotta build cities in the forest and you have everyone swinging from vines (laughs) and then they put out the fires it's great smoky the bear over here (laughs) he wants us to live like the ewoks or something that sounds great honestly oh yeah man those guys are cute they're 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 short they're furry they run around (laughs) it's great you get those little jackets (laughs) uh he accused biden of being for the new deal which biden shut that the fuck down so uh, don't worry guys (laughs) so awesome because biden's out here like oh i want to have all electric cars that are running on what electricity plants run on um coal <laughs> yeah you know the he, stuff that's bad i guess you know his argument he did say he didn't want any more coal-fired plants or whatever he wanted to you know transform transform those into renewables okay but what's his timeline 2035 for like um net zero that's not he even said 2050 for net zero he used to say 2050 he oh, said 2035 he this time Ooh. because you know bernie went out there and said 
that's not a fucking nut, you know? <laughs> and so he was like, fine, 2035. Still not great. I mean, where are we going to be? How climate-wise, how were we 15 years ago? You know, 2005. Were we looking at the three hottest years on record? No. Were we back to back to back? You know? Every single year, the West Coast is just on fire. And yeah. we all are just like, yeah, okay. It's like, you know, our our prescription for that is clean up your fucking underbrush. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you guys tried sweeping? Have you, have, you, have you guys built the little tree huts with the with the bridges between them? Like, have you started worshiping a droid as your deity? Like, no. You should consider that. It was filmed in the Redwoods. So he's a sci-fi nerd overall, I, Star we're Trek. We're seeing a theme. Star Wars. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they're great. They're cute. Little Ewoks. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. Okay. The weird part about the Green New Deal conversation to me is that <laughs> Biden did spend a few sentences on saying like, it's good, it, it, it's good and it'll pay for itself. Uh-huh. And then immediately turned around and said, no, but I don't <laughs> support it. <laughs> yes. This was great. Um, like, what the fuck are you doing, old man? Yeah. He said, that's, it'll pay for itself. It'll be fine. And then, I think initially before that, though, he had said... He'd already said he didn't support Yeah, me. that's not my plan. I'm on and the then, Biden plan. Which um, has got to be great. Listeners at one point, our Hulu, the app we were watching on it, did crash. And we were just... I think that it was just trying to give us a break. Yep. <laughs> I think it was just worried about us. Are it you gave okay? us a mental break. Yeah, it was just like, uh, we can't show this. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is too bad. You've been watching, sorry, the whole time? <laughs> Are you okay? It was kind of like when we mentioned up top about how sad it was to see Biden going through all this and and Trump just dancing on him. Yeah. And you know, he's basically like an end zone dance the entire time. But it's like what if Bernie was there, you know? And that and that's what I felt like with the Green New Deal section was why are you guys bringing that up? You're rubbing it in like <laughs> yeah. we know we don't have this. I know. We know that even if we elect the guy who hates it less, it's, we still won't get it. Yeah. No, I felt that so many times. Like, uh, all the stuff that was said facetiously, like, radical uh, leftist mayors and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> learning Antifa to hate our country. And, and I was like, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, this guy, he ain't it, you know? Uh, and that last section was election integrity, which just was a very meta way to wrap up all the despair into one package for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, it started out, I think Biden just makes like a blasé appeal Go to vote. people to vote. Yeah. <laughs> you got to vote. It's your duty. You know, it's whatever. sad grandpa. Yeah. And then Trump, I thought, came out swinging. He did some wild stuff, though. Like, I hadn't heard of any of these stories. Are they fake? Uh, This was all... Uh, oh, <laughs> probably. I have never heard of them in any just regular news source about this. This is This seems like it's just like... Facebook bullshit Mm -hmm. or, you know, just stuff like a a relative would share with you. (laughs) For this to 10 of true Americans. Yeah. And they wouldn't like post it to your wall, to your wall, post it to your feed or anything, you know, (laughs) (laughs) they wouldn't do anything like that. They would like message it to you directly Mm. or something and without comment. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not, no check this out. Just here. (laughs) Just, yep. Like uh, they would do something, you know, and, but he, he came out, he was talking, he brought out some old, some oldies with the Clintons trying to do a coup on him with crooked Hillary or something. That was, yeah. He brought Uh, that back out. He said the election would be a fraud. Mm -hmm. 
But that he's going, he, you know, yeah, they're, pro- <laughs> they're going to do well. He's probably going to win. <laughs> I'm going to win but this rigged election. Same thing that he did in 2016. By the way, he said they were going to try to steal it, but he was probably going to win. That's insane. <laughs> um, that's an oldie but a goodie from their point of view. I mean, he talked a lot about. <laughs> I, I liked your line on this, which was, "There were ballots in the wastebasket that said Trump on them." <laughs> what you said what you say? okay yeah because he says they they all had trump on him it's like they all had biden on him too like they're just the names are printed on the ballot what <laughs> That's are you how talking work they, they didn't write you in <laughs> please write a 300 word essay on who you think should be president they have a blue book yeah. uh they also he talked about selling ballots like a postman selling ballots yo dumping. you want some ballots 50 cents you know <laughs> Dumping votes in the river, like this is some like 18th century nonsense. Which, okay, so they Which did, did used happen. to do historically. I remember that yeah. on an episode. Yeah, um, I paid attention. That totally used to happen for sure, <laughs> but here, no, uh, that's much. no, not modern day. Maybe he was just trying to draw a parallel and be like, hey, with a paper ballot that's being delivered around, anything could happen. You know, they could lose a ballot box. They could do whatever. Sure, I guess. But I that's, guess. That's not the argument he was actually no. trying to make. He was no. just saying some bullshit that he saw mm-hmm. on a post, and he was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Did not watch the video. No, just, just saw the headline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we've all done that, okay? <laughs> sure, yeah, we've all been there. Um, and then, yeah, basically the last, well, I think it was the last question, yeah, um, was will you commit to waiting until all the votes are counted? I mean, Trump didn't. He just didn't. Yep. Biden said, yes, 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 I will definitely do it. Win or For lose. Sure. yeah. Win or lose, I commit. And Trump said, yeah. Trump it's just a, argued. He no, just, he just said, oh, if it's a fair election, but it's not going to be, yeah. just." And then it just ended. There were no closing statements. The, the moderator just seemed to have had fucking enough. Dude, even if I had closing statements written on my script, I'm cutting it at that point. Yeah. That guy, seriously... Thoughts and prayers. Needs a drink. He needs to be on, like, he just needs support from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't if like I'm him. feeling He's, bad for a Fox News commentator, yeah. something's going on. I don't wrong like him. He's a conservative. Listeners, you shouldn't agree with his political views, but, like, poor guy. He really seriously got <laughs> stomped <damn>. out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, not a, you know, not on the right side, you know, ultimately a class enemy. Um, but damn. But damn. <laughs> you, still, you still hate to see it. Uh, he, oh. got, he got owned hardcore i mean biden did too honestly i didn't feel as bad for him but yeah it was sad no but when he he thought he was gonna go out there and be this big man and be you know all macho and i'll i'll challenge him to a push-up contest or whatever (laughs) like he's iq test he's just you know he's all got this machismo going on and what does it bring him it brings him nothing well you could tell we talked about this he definitely had some canned lines ready and trump Mm -hmm. wouldn't even let him get him out like in a full sentence like if he wasn't interrupting himself by just like fumbling the english language trump would jump in there and do it for him so like there was no he didn't even get a sound bite out of that like i have no idea what i would play if i were a news organization right now that was can you imagine that editing room right now the guy is a fascist the guy is terrible that was a masterful performance by Trump. It was. Like, 100%. Yeah, you fucking off the floor. His team got him ready. I don't know how much prep he did or if he just pulled this out of his ass. I love that that story but, before that was like, they've been setting expectations low for, yeah. for prep. Uh-huh. Like the kid who doesn't study yeah, or says he, he doesn't was like, study. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't prepared at all. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, didn't do the reading. Oh, me? I just walked in here. And, and Joe was here, so I thought we'd talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mopped the... Absolutely route. On the other hand, for anybody, I don't know how many people there are out there like that, but if you know people who are, you know, more decency people, 
this probably turned them off. You know, yeah. if there are people who are out there who are like mainly critical of Trump for his decency and saying like, oh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's you know, rude. He's crude. Yeah, he's there, got to. There's plenty of people without a class analysis, without mm-hmm. any sort of, you know, real political view of things yeah. that just say who can I have a beer with, who's good, who's who's moral, who's whatever. respectable is a yeah. big one. All this shit, right? Who's going to make us look good to the world? And if anybody like that was saying, well, Trump's a successful businessman, so he'll be good or whatever, mm-hmm. which I don't know why they would still vote for him in 2016 when, you know, he was an ass then too. I don't know. And change their mind now. Oh, he's too much of an ass now. But still. Well, last time he had Hillary. So. so I think that was a big They were off. like, oh, it's fine to be an ass to Hillary because Hillary's like, you know, hateable also. Yeah, okay. yeah I okay. think so. So there might be people who are like, oh, but he beat up on poor old Joe there. That looked really bad. I think so. I think he's going to get a little grandpa sympathy. Could be. Um, Not much. He can only hope because. (laughs) That's all he's got going for The only things he landed were like things where he's, I thought when he said uh, the thing about the rallies where Trump was, uh, where he said, you know, Trump only cares about not Mm. getting the disease himself, but like everybody in the stands or something. He's like, he doesn't care about you or something. And yeah, I was like, everyone knows that that's true, and that kind of yeah. cut through is like kind of snap back. Like, yeah, you're right. This yeah. guy doesn't care about people. Sure, he did that a lot. Like Biden addressed, like he, I guess that's not talking. In addressed the, the camera. He, yeah, he addressed the camera a lot and said, you know, you have to do this, or yeah, he did a lot of you talking, which I thought was funny. But yeah, I mean, that's you know, in a way, I think be, that's normal to do. Yeah. Yeah, but this was not a normal debate. So it just came across as like, oh, we're doing that now. Yeah, I think this is over the moon, ecstatic. Everybody in the Trump camp is like amazed that they could possibly have done this well. <laughs> I think people in the Biden camp are probably split between people who thought that. And I think it's probably the minority that think that, that we well. played a respectable and good. We played to people who we showed that every, we showed everyone that he was a clown. True, but that's what Twitter says. Yeah, it's mostly just talking shit about Trump. Yeah, and bringing up like, oh, he didn't condemn white supremacy. He didn't say he would sure. pull out the election. And we're all like, yeah, we knew that would happen. Like, but is I this think news? Does that change anyone's mind? One of the differences that we have is that I think a lot of liberals try to imagine America as this sort of West Wing picture of <laughs> a good and sensible populace. You know, trying to do, trying to make good decisions and really bring in their A game. They're all A students. They're all trying to do their homework (laughs) and they're all trying to do their best on the project. Yeah. Yeah. They're all nerds. And what we see is people who barely tune in, who, you know, are really just in it for the sound bites if they're in it for it at all because they're struggling through shit on their own. Yeah. They're dealing with all sorts of things in their lives. And, you know, if they bother to tune into this, it's really going to be kind of barely. No, it's going to be the 30-second clip highlight on Facebook. Yeah, and it's just going to be be. like... Which, again, I don't know how the fuck you would pick one. Because how much of this, percentage-wise, how much do you think of this debate was crosstalk? Oh, God. (laughs) At least 25%. I was going to say 25%. At least. I think it was more like 35%. Yeah. It, Some of, like there close. are full minutes where I was like, I can't understand what they're saying. I'm gonna check Twitter. And that's crosstalk from the candidates and from the candidates and the moderator. Because <laughs> yeah, like so Trump bad. would just I'm telling you, he early on was of course going to go all out on the attack on Biden, trying to get under skin. But he was also boxing at the can at the moderator too. Yeah. Like you was, could tell he was frustrated. Yeah. And and Wallace, poor guy, you know. Yeah. But he did a lot of scolding. <laughs> it was completely ineffectual. It was, um, yeah. 
I think he did a sad dad pause too, or a mad dad pause. His was a little more sad. It was sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I think ultimately, while Biden may have exposed Trump as a clown to people predisposed to vote for Biden, I don't know if he, he definitely doesn't ding any support from Trump supporters already. I Mm-mm. definitely not. I and think that they, uh-uh. I think that their poll numbers are going up because they see that their guy is going to fight for them. Yep. Um, I don't think as I think that my prediction on Biden's going to go wrong. I don't. I think he will get an increase in support. I think that the some of the undecideds are going are going to go a little bit toward him. Yeah, the people who want to be polite. Yeah, like people yeah. who are on respectability thing. He might get a one two point poll boost or something. Okay. Because um, symp- grandpa sympathy, like you said. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was fucking wild. Okay, should we wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap up there. That was our debate night in America coverage (laughs) for Teach Me Communism. All right. Please, 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 for the love of God, go to our Patreon and pay us for doing this. (laughs) That was hell. So we haven't picked a charity yet, but we do plan on donating those profits because we both have jobs and we're doing okay. So it's not just for us. It's... It's more just validation in terms of compliments. Yeah. Do that too. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, Had a couple questions about Android users. You can still leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I believe. You just have to like sign in or something. Or you can find out about reviewing on your own podcatcher of choice. We're on Twitter at Teach Communism. We're on Instagram at Teach Me Communism. And you can email us, teachmecommunism at gmail.com. If you have a question, comment, suggestion for an episode correction to anything egregious we said (laughs) uh we're not experts (laughs) yeah no we're not we're just people who talk (laughs) (laughs) um next week we will get to che Guevara, as promised hell yeah that'll be much better than this it will be (laughs) so much better such a relief yeah okay (laughs) i'm gonna go home i didn't even get drunk i was just too sad to drink uh, I did a little bit because it was really funny. It was sad, <laughs> but funny. I've got a dark sense of humor, I guess. Yeah. I know that, like, it should not be funny because the world's just going to end and we're going to watch these, you know, clowns like this. If it's not this clown, it's going to be the same, you know, some other some shit other. show four years from now. It's true. And without some sort of class analysis, it's just going to keep being that way. You know, without some sort of popular solidarity <sighs> movement, this is what we're going to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Two points on that. One is, I was telling you earlier, I feel like I had successfully sequestered myself from politics. Like, I saw it on my feed, but I had filtered it through my my communist brain to be like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so this just was a really rude return to Earth. I hated it. I don't want to come back here again. I would like to return to my cloud. We uh, will judge by the listener feedback. Guys, tell us if in social, tell us an email. Tell us what you think if you want us to continue doing this in the future <laughs> if you hate us that much let us know um, <laughs> please please release me from this prison if you're like nah this wasn't the best uh, let fine. us know that we will not hold it against you at all <laughs> either way we'll listen we'll try to I don't know we might just ignore you if, if you want us to keep going because it sucked <laughs> yeah I'll still watch it I'll give you a, a, a late night it can just be great nonsense <laughs> and it'll suck if we do that so any you know, poor souls who prefer me over Christine in, in the in the mix. Wrong people. Yeah, sorry, you have the wrong fave, but. <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah, I had a second point. 
Um, I'm watching Korra right now, third season. The bad guys are anarchists, and it sucks, man. Uh, I know. What? I mean, okay, but oh, I was but telling... But are they anarcho-capitalists or something? No, they're not anarcho-capitalists, but they're... What sucks? Some of the shit wasn't bad. They did kill the Earth Queen, who, like, is a tyrant and was overtaxing her people, and, uh-huh. like, that city was riddled with inequality, and I'm like... <laughs> No it gods, wasn't no masters. It a bad idea. And like, that's what they said. They, well, it's a very simplistic version of anarchism where they're just like, we just want freedom and like, you know, and yes. we don't want kings and queens and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, also, yes. But like. They, they don't have any social cohesion. They don't have any. Yeah. They don't have any systems in place. And of course, immediately went to rioting and looting. And it's just like. So it was RoboCop anarchists. <laughs> <laughs> this city would tear itself apart. Yeah. Yeah. It All was right. upsetting. And. Shout out to Rope. This is my, again, this is my working theory You're of. Very Ro- into Robocop. Yeah, it's, it's the lens through which I view it all. Biden had that, you know, had this like soup up police thing where mm-hmm. it was just like, we just need to give them more shit. You know, we need to <laughs> put in place a program where we can program them with the four directives. And <laughs> basically is what he's going. Yeah, essentially. Let's wrap up for real this time. Go watch right. Cora. First two seasons are a little bit rough, but third season is where they, they find their stride. Yeah. All right. And. Listeners, you can catch us next week, and we'll give you a real episode uh, of Teach Me Communism, where the class struggle is always in session. Bye, y'all. Goodbye.